it's gonna allow you to get your foot in, in the, the door. door faster, quicker than anybody else. Yeah. And in the like elimination process of candidates, you are probably gonna be the top choice. Yeah, I agree. If you're if you're if you're competing with someone else from another school, that's th that they haven't seen or they haven't heard of you have a huge advantage even though companies don't like to admit it once you get into the company you'll see how biased uh some of these companies are and you can look at their data you could take to talk to the hr team there is biases all over recruiting there all is. over and there school and, and whatever school you go to is one of those biases Welcome, welcome to another episode. This is Kareen. And this is Caesar. And we are Modestly Outspoken, coming to you from beautiful Dover, New Jersey. Yeah, we just needed a chain of, of scenery, so we came here in the middle of a park with a nice background. It's quiet, it's windy, it's not too hot, so I think it's a perfect combination. Yeah, for us. we definitely needed a change of setting, so if you're uh, watching us on YouTube... Welcome. Yeah, let us know what you think of the new background, the new studio. Yeah. It's uh, temporary, though. Uh -huh. It is temporary. Yeah. It won't happen as soon as the winter time yeah, comes. Yeah. Imagine we're doing a podcast in the middle of the snow. No, uh -uh. ain't happening. All right. So today's topic, is the MBA worth it? Yes, the MBA, the big question. So for those of you who don't know what the MBA is, it's a master's in business administration. Usually uh, after you finish your undergrad, you get some years of experience uh, in work and then you go on to get your master's and then you leverage that to move forward in corporate America or in any other endeavor that you want. Mm -hmm, correct. So I think that this is a very important topic to talk about nowadays because there's been a lot of uh, debate back and forth uh, to see what the real worth of an MBA is today. And usually a trend that we have seen is that whenever there is an economic downturn, mm -hmm. young professionals tend to go back to school to get their uh, second degree yeah. or their master's so that they can get back into the workforce. But, you know, right now with everything that's going on, less and less people are applying to um, master's programs in universities. So today we're going to talk about the most common uh, arguments for both sides for why it is worth it, why it is not worth it. And then we're going to give you guys our opinion. So let's start with the most uh, common reasons that people say yes on the internet. So the first one is the network, which I think it's a pretty big reason why you should go get your MBA. It's all of, in this world, you know, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, it's all about who you know. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah go when ahead. you go to the when you go to wh whatever school you choose to go to. There's a network associated with that. Um, and if you could leverage that network, it could help you get through a lot of hurdles that maybe you wouldn't have 
gotten through if you didn't have that network of course of course right like we just graduated from university and we credit a lot of our uh great experience at school you know with the network that we surrounded ourselves with the people that we met and when you go get your mba it's all about who you meet who who has that pool to help you you know in certain situations if you want to get into another industry if you want to bring new clientele to your job etc so it's all about who you know i agree and then the second one job opportunity after mba Job opportunities after MBA, yes. So there's a lot of companies, uh, I'll use tech companies uh, as an example, that, like for example, Google, they have certain specific jobs that are only for people graduating from top MBA programs or from other MBA programs. And uh, you won't be able to get into these uh, job opportunities unless you get go and get your MBA. Um, so if you're looking for those type of opportunities, it might before you as well right 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 right. and like we said uh if you want to have a career switch or pivot into another industry an mba can always be a good a good option for you and then last but not least an mba can help you move up the ladder in corporate america so if you are planning to stay within uh you know, uh, a big company, they're most likely going to require you to get an MBA in order to move forward. In in order to become like a manager, a managing director, you do need to have some type of um, secondary education. Yeah, sometimes a lot of companies value that uh, a lot. So, you know, either either you get it or somehow you specialize in something else to move up the ladder, but it's a good way to help you move up the ladder in corporate America. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So let's go to the most common reasons why you shouldn't go, according to Mr. Google. The first one, I think that's this one is super obvious, which is the cost of the MBA. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's super expensive. I was looking at a stat yesterday. It's It costs on average about 70 to 80K for a full-time MBA program. And then it costs about $25,000 for living expenses. Because if you're going to go to a full-time program, you're expected to live there and fully be in the program. So it's about hundred k per year. So And then the MBA is two years, so it's around hundred fifty to hundred k for a two-year uh, MBA program, which is very, very expensive. That's it's not expensive. pocket change. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Who's making that much money? If it's over a little bit over 100k for the whole thing, right? For 2 years, there's people that don't even make that money in 5 years. And then and then not only that, but okay, this is this is when we're going to go to the second uh, reason why, which is opportunity cost. What are you giving up while you're still having to pay for that money? Right, you have to pay for over a hundred k, and then you're giving up your. In most cases, you're giving up your job, you're giving up your social life. You even have to move out of state. You're cutting down a lot of income. If you are planning to go, let's say, to a top ten school, which is most likely going to require you to be there full time. Yeah, you lose two years of income. Yeah. Let's say you're making a hundred k, and I don't know where that gets slashed. Cut. Yeah. Cut. Cut. Yeah. It's hard. So mm-hmm. you definitely, before going into an MBA, you have to think of all these things. Like, can I afford to go get an MBA? If so, like, what? Are, how am I going to pay for my expenses, right? Yeah, some, some people... Like, you need to save do, up money, maybe, Yeah, some people like have their partners help them out. Mm-hmm. 
right? Sure. But you're still cutting down on a lot, yeah. right? If, if When you used to get, let's say, two sources of income in your household, now it's only one, your partner is helping you maintain yourself and themselves. Yeah, it's, it's a sacrifice that you need to make. So, yeah, you really have to get, you, you know, the, the, the return on investment has to be pretty high, if yeah. you are looking to get into an MBA, I feel like just by us, the way that we're talking about this is already given away what we think about an MBA. I mean, no, it's <laughs> if just you guys can guess. <laughs> I mean, if you've been an active listener, I f- you would already know the answer. But we're going to go a little bit more into debt today about it. Yeah. So now so now we're going to move on to our opinion. Correct. Mm-hmm. So what's what's your full opinion on whether or not the MBA is the right move for you? Whether the MBA is the right move for me or not. Okay, so I'm going to give everybody a little bit of a background. Uh, If you were to ask me this a few years back, I would have said, yes, I want to go get my MBA because I'm a firm believer in education. Uh, But the older I grow or the older I get, the more I realize that life is my teacher. And I've learned the most things out of myself and out of everything. And I've gained my confidence because of life experiences and not because of school. I and and I feel like this self-awareness is very, very big when it comes to talking about the topic of an MBA. And this is just my opinion and based on my experiences and what I believe. So to me, an MBA at this moment wouldn't be worth it. When, what what do you think it would, uh, when would it be worth it? Like what, what would, would be a be situational change? Yeah. I think so. Um, I'm a few months from starting my consulting job. And so this is something that Cesar and I were talking about. The moment that I start at my job and if I end up really, really, really liking it, I'm most likely going to have to go and get my MBA because of the things that we just spoke about. First one, the network, right? If I plan to stay there and I plan to grow there, the best way for me to bring in clients to meet people is by going back to university. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, also in order to move up the ladder, you're going to have to most likely going to get an MBA. Yeah. No, I think it, like if you are planning to stay, I mean, you don't know right now, right? You can't, you can't know, predict the future. Yeah. If I really end up liking cor- working corporate. on, on yeah. corporate, I'm going to most likely going to have to get it's my MBA it. because yeah. also because I'm going to have people around me who have their MBAs and have seen the value tell me, hey, I think it's, it's going to be a right move. They're going to encourage me. And you are who you surround yourself with. And the more you hear people around you telling you, hey, you know, this might be the right move for you, I'm most likely going to do it. I do see that things in the business world and in corporate America are starting to change. So the possibility of an MBA not being, not having the worth that it has right now and instead being replaced by certificates Mm. or small courses or short-term courses that give you, uh, that help you specialize in something if that, if the worth of that becomes greater, then I'm going to be able to do that without having to go get my MBA. Yeah. No, I think the topic that you brought up about the certifications uh, 
we went to Rutgers, right? And there's a lot of, like, on my Instagram, when I scroll up, there's a lot of ads saying, oh, become a cybersecurity uh, certified person if you take a 16-week course. And it's crazy because you take, like, a bunch of courses. It's an accelerated program. And I think it's great for a lot of people that maybe want to do a little career switch and they need that certification to get in. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, I think it's a great business model. It's a great option for people that want to specialize and get in the industry very fast. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't know how the trend is going to be um, going forward. I still think the MBA is going to be like one of the top things to get after undergrad. But why do you think that? Why? Because of the perception of people. Uh huh. Not Good because point. of the value. I don't think because Good of the point. value at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so just. Just to go based off of our social media, you know, there's, I feel like there's a lot of uh, people that maybe they see other people getting their MBA, right? And they're like, oh, should I get my MBA as well? Is that the right move for me? And sometimes um, it's not the right move, but they still do it because it's just a social normal thing to do after undergrad. Yes, right? I agree. It's like everybody's getting their master's now, but everybody wants to get their master's. So, But sometimes it's not worth it for them, but they still do it because it's the normal thing to do or they feel pressured by their parents or feel pressured by their circle, by like their you said. By their surroundings. Yeah, yeah I, I agree a lot with that. And I would say that I felt that pressure too because the people, are like, the people in our network are people that are applying a yeah. lot to MBA. Yeah. They are. And even with the programs now of two plus two, which means that you are able to apply to a top MBA school even before you graduate uh, college to get your bachelor's and then people getting accepted. It's crazy. The opportunities that now us minorities have getting into a top MBA are much higher. Yeah, there's... It's, uh, because of everything that's going on, first of all, and second of all, because the va- since the value is going down, a lot more people are not applying, which means that it's less competitive. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just every if if you're gonna get an MBA right now, if you've been thinking about it for years, or you even have one little thought that you're gonna get it, I think right now is the perfect time to it take advantage and, and apply because the data is you know to your favor. Yeah. If you know how to like, you know, leverage all the resources, there's a bunch of resources out there, right? That could help you get to the next step and get your application ready to get accepted. Yeah. If you want to apply, it is the right time. But this is when the question of self-awareness and do you really know yourself comes into place? Are you going to apply just to apply just because you say you want to you know, to Harvard, to Stanford, yeah, or and because your friends are doing it, or is it something that you really want to do? And this is another thing that I wanted to talk about. Why I think that maybe we don't need an MBA. I feel like a lot of people see see themselves on and their value on a piece of paper, hmm. right? Like in order for them to move up or be get to the next level or be who they want to be next, they need a piece of paper to validate their worth. Oh, okay. Right? If you are the person that is is looking into entrepreneurship, that is a hustler, right? Like you could get ish done on yourself, by yourself, Uh then I don't think that a, a degree is worth it for you. Yeah. I think it all comes down, like you said, to self-awareness. You need to be self-aware and you need to be honest with yourself 
and you need to just self-audit yourself and be like, uh, do I need something? So, for example, sorry to interrupt. I'm going to go into into okay. my example of what if the MBA is worth it for me, and I think it correlates with this topic. So, for me, I'm I you know I believe I'm self-aware, very self-aware of my capabilities, and I believe that. I am a self-starter. I uh, I self-motivate myself. I don't need anyone to motivate me, right? I, I get stuff done on my own, on my own terms. And because of that, I feel that the MBA is not worth it for me because I feel that the MBA is more of a framework or some kind of uh, system in place to help people get to the next level. And I feel that I create my own systems. I create my own pathway. And that's why... You know, if I were to do an MBA, I wouldn't be happy because I'll I'll feel stuck in a box. In a box, yes. right? Correct. I'll feel contained that, yeah. that I, I have to do the traditional route. And for me, because I always pave my own way or I'm creative with the way I get things done, I feel that the MBA is not worth it for me. For sure. The opportunity cost, two years of not working, right? Like two years that I have to stop. And now, you know, go to school and, you know, I can't work on anything else because it's full time. You have to fully focus on that one thing. Yeah. You need to know <clears throat> who you are. Right. Are yeah. you more into academia? Do you are you looking to specialize? Are you looking to, you know, are you a a a book learner? Do you learn by reading or do you learn by life experience? You need to know yourself. Right. Because if you if you if you know that um, you need like Caesar said, you need some kind of structure. Yeah. Like you just don't want to be, you don't want to take excessive risk. I think that maybe going back to school is is, is going to be very helpful. It's going to help you with your confidence as well. I've heard a lot of people say that <clears throat> when you get an MBA, it just puts your confidence to another level. I'm guessing because teachers start cold calling yeah. you, on you and and now you have to formulate an opinion and you, you can't be afraid to speak up. Or are you willing to do that on your own, putting yourself out there, taking those risks on your own now? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. No, I agree. Um, you just, it, it comes up to self-awareness. Do you, like, like, for example, do you, when you're lazy, do you feel like you need someone to tell you what to do or do you need, like, a leader telling you what to do? If so, maybe you're not self-motivated. Maybe you need someone to motivate you, and that that could be a sign that maybe an MBA is worth it for you a little yeah, bit more. And not, yeah, yeah. Like, lo- those little just, things, you yeah. you're, you have to be honest with yourself yeah. and, and just be like, this is how I am, and there's nothing wrong with it. There, there needs to be... All kinds of people in this world. Yeah, I know. And I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of very self-motivated people that also go back to MBA. Like, of it's course. Not, not yeah, of only course. the ones that but are But that's not. like one of, the, one of the things that you should really look into, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But what else? What else do you think? Uh, what else do you think about the MBA in terms of like being, if, if it's worth it or not? So I, I think that it's not going to, the value of it is going to keep going down and is not going to become relevant anymore unless these institutions start thinking of different ways of delivering um, information. Because a lot of their courses, I would say, are very outdated. You're still talking about cases, the very recent cases, but just sitting around and talking to people on how to solve a case, how to, you know, what went right, what went wrong. Nothing is very up to date, especially with this pandemic happening right now. Who knew what would happen? Right. Yeah. The, the, the curriculum and these MBA classes 
probably are not going to be able to tell us how to solve a, pan- a pandemic like this. No, yeah, there's not going to be they nothing about They need to become more updated. Current. Current. Yeah. They need to be fast. They need to be quick. An MBA can be for two years, and you can be expecting for people to give up their lives and then fully concentrate in school. I don't see myself stopping at 30 years old, let's say, for two years, putting my life on pause. Yeah, that's what it is. Just to study. It's not me. I've done it before. Even when I go to school, like I really try, I try, I try, but it's so hard to keep myself motivated to be in a room just studying, studying and reading, 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 reading. I I need to be active. So like we said, it all depends on people. But yeah, that needs to happen. Um, The cost needs to go down because a lot lot of people are looking to do online learning. They don't want to be stuck in a classroom anymore. So the cost of an MBA needs to go down. The curriculum needs to be shortened up and needs to become a niche. Instead of talking about a million topics, people want to start specializing now. And I think that matters more. The value of that would be better. What right? do you mean by that, specializing? But ex- ex- instead of um, learning about, you know, having 50 classes that have to do nothing with each other, mm-hmm. and I'm exaggerating a number 50 classes, yeah. um, probably somebody that just wants to specialize, let's say, in analytics. For something specific. Oh, okay, like, okay. Uh, like an MBA in analytics. It needs to yeah. be very, very um, detailed. I think like that's where the worst it's going to start coming. You're going to need somebody that is really good at graphic design, for example. And you ha- need somebody that is able to spe- specialize in that specifically. No, I think so. I would disagree. I, I want to disagree with you in terms of specialization. I think I think the, the good thing about an MBA is that it's generalist. It's a general like a, a generalist model that you learn a little bit about everything. And then once you get to the job, that's when you learn the skills that you need to do. But then what would the point of an MBA be then? The point of an MBA is not the education. The point of the MBA, in my opinion, is the network that you get. But that's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't care about the network anymore. Really? Yeah, I believe in the network because of the era that I was born in, right? Mm-hmm. But you, we are having now the Gen Zs or mm-hmm. even a younger generation who are really okay with FaceTiming somebody. Mm-hmm. Zoom is in right now. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to start networking. They're, they don't care. A lot of people just want to get to the point and just want to be able to specialize in one thing. Okay, I get what you're saying. Right? So if you're going to learn things at the job, which is something that I completely agree with, everything I've learned has been at the job or by physically doing stuff, Mm -hmm. then what is the point of an MBA? Right? Yeah, well, it loses its value if you think about it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, if if you don't value the network, then I guess the branding, the marketing, right? Like you said. The branding and the marketing. Yeah. You know, it... Let's let's get real here. It matters. It does matter. Yeah, it, it, it matters. Like if you're going to have somebody tell you that they came from Harvard. And then someone that came from a, a school that you've never heard of. There's probably going to be, there's unfortunately, there's going to be some biases there. There is going to be up some upfront biases. biases up front. Yeah. And this is and something that, yeah, I think that as, as we move on, people, we need to start working on it, on it. And then at, at a certain point, uh, those, those certifications or that 
perception about somebody from Harvard against somebody from Rutgers is going to change once you've been in a company for a while and they see your work ethic. But if we're talking about first impression, there's always a, a an imbalance. Like an interview or anything. Yeah. First, first impression matters a lot. And unfortunately, the school is one of the filters that they use even even to get an interview even to get an interview and we're talking about this also from experience yeah. Caesar, like tell me tell me what's your experience with that <laughs> uh so my so i don't want to name any companies but there is certain companies for example that they look for they go and recruit at certain schools right so if you apply from Rutgers, they have online systems or online robots that basically you know, they clean out your resume. They like basically filter out. I mean, these job app, these companies are getting 10,000 applications every month or every hiring season. And they only hire like a hundred analysts. Yeah. So they're not going to hire someone to go through it. They hire like, they have some kind of software that based on keywords, school, GPA, they, you know, move you on to the next step of the interview. So as someone that doesn't go to one of these target schools, you have to think outside the box, right? You know that the system is going to kick you out. So you need to either get in contact with someone in the school. You need to have a connection. You need to leverage LinkedIn and freaking cold email everyone or cold message everyone. And that's what I did because I knew, like, to be honest, that I, I was a great, I had a great profile, but because of the school I went to, there was going to be some biases up front. So I needed to cut those, cut the, the process out and put my resume in front of everyone else so I could have a fair chance of getting an interview. Yeah. So that's what I did. You know, I cold messaged everyone. I had to work very, very hard. I would say harder than a lot of the other candidates, but it's fine. Like, I accepted it. Like, I wasn't going to, you know, uh, just give an excuse and be like, I can't get in because I go to Rutgers. That's not an excuse. You just have to think outside the box. Um, so you have to work double or triple as hard and you have to figure out how to get yourself out there. You have to. So, yeah. Uh, so so yeah. just to sum it up, the school you go to sometimes does matter in these certain situations. It matters, right. It and matters. if you have an MBA. We've seen it. <laughs> We've yeah, seen no, it a lot. And if you have an MBA, if, you, if you're planning to get an MBA, then I would say, you know, try to go for a top university because that marketing is going to matter. You know, we, I've, we've seen it a lot. If you go to even LinkedIn, you have people putting X this, like, uh, you know, like they, they, they use what, whatever they have done or wherever they have been as a marketing strategy because it's going to already attract more people. And it does grab a lot of right. people's attention. You know, when like there's like, people that yeah. always put... They, they put, you know, where they went to undergrad and where they went to MBA if they went to a top university, where they've worked, if they work at Google and like ex-Google, right? Yeah. It's everything is marketing because they are aware that that branding, it's going to give people a positive perception about you, yeah. right? So this is also where maybe an MBA matters and why a lot of people go and try to get MBA, especially like we said, at top schools, because then your opportunities are going to increase. Yeah. Right. It's going to allow you to get your foot in, in the, the door. door faster, quicker than anybody else. Yeah. And in the like elimination process of candidates, you are probably going to be the top choice. Yeah, I agree. If you're if you're if you're competing with someone else from another school, that's th that they haven't seen or they haven't heard of. You have a huge advantage, even though companies don't like to admit it. 
once you get into the company, you'll see how biased uh, some of these companies are. And you can look at their data. You could take to talk to the HR team. There is biases all over recruiting, there all is. over. And there school is. and and whatever school you go to is one of those biases. It's getting better. It's I, getting I, better. And I think that's the beauty of social media, mm-hmm. that it's allowing people to put themselves out there and brand themselves on their own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are going to start, is, are going to get to know you for who you are and not where you come from, not where you graduated, not if you have an MBA or this or that, right? Yeah. Um, so this is the importance of really getting yourself out there so that people start recognizing you. Yeah, like posting on LinkedIn. Posting on LinkedIn, talking about your experiences, right? This is how you're going to get yourself out there because that, that that's how you're going to build network. That's how you're going to grow your network. Yeah. And that's what, you know, the, the debate towards MBA was coming from. What about the network? A lot of people go back for the network, but is it really worth it with the network when you can just go on LinkedIn and send a message to a CEO of a of a startup. But that's the thing. Not everybody has a personality to do that. Not everybody wants to take that extra step. Maybe they'd rather go to get the MBA and go the typical route. That's, that's when, like we, we've been saying like five times already, you have to be self-aware and are you, you know, are you willing to cold message and build your network on your own? Or do you need some kind of system or framework into place that's going to help you build that network? It's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if you're in the middle, then you have to look at other factors, right? Yeah. But I think that's one huge factor that you should look into before deciding whether or not you should get your MBA. Yeah. I also know that a big reason for MBAs uh, for the network is the alumni network. Oh, yeah. Right? Of so you have, of course, you know, if you, if you go to good schools, you have thousands and thousands of other people with very high profiles that went to your same school. And the chances of you connecting with them is even higher. The chances of you bringing them in to your company are higher. Or just raising money too. Raising money. If you are yeah. looking, to, you know, if you're looking into starting your own company, if you go to a good school for your MBA, you're probably going to raise money a lot faster than people who don't. I disagree with that, but I. So, so I, I know where you're coming from. If you go through the typical, like, like for example, I know Harvard has like an entrepreneurial startup type of club. And if you go and pitch your idea over there, you're probably going to get funding from Harvard alumni or anyone there. But if you're comparing uh, someone, a Harvard alumni starting a startup and someone else that has a startup, like uh, me from Rutgers having a startup... Um, I do. I do think at that stage, it depends on which product is better. So I wouldn't generalize it too much, but I I, I I know what you're saying. Like if you're gonna leverage the Harvard network, let, let's say you're you went to go get your MBA at Harvard, you have a huge chance of raising money um, in those entrepreneurial clubs. Okay, I see. I see. Yeah, no, because I've talked to a lot of those people, and yeah, they've a lot of Harvard alumni have told me like, oh, I go to those entrepreneurial. Uh, clubs and I like write checks for like startups, like nothing. And I'm like, oh, do you really it's like think a sisterhood and brotherhood? It's like community. a frat. It's like a freaking frat. You don't even know them, and just because you have that connection, Something you're willing to like take you. the risk. You're willing to take the risk. Yeah. If someone reaches out to you, let, let's say, let's stop using Harvard. Let's use like uh, 
like Duke, for example. Let's say like I'm a Duke uh, alumni and someone reaches out to me from Duke. They're like, hey, you know, I see that you're from Duke or that you used to go to Duke. I'm interested in like consulting. Can I talk to you? Most likely because they went to Duke, you're willing to talk to them. Most likely. Like, uh, like you're just willing to talk to them just because you have that. Con- that's already a connection that you guys have in common. Mm-hmm. Right? So sometimes that's why it's worth it too. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, if I'm covering up my yeah, mic. Yeah, the wind is, is coming in. There's a lot of wind, and it's messing up the sound. <laughs> but... Yeah, so we're, what yeah. kind of... what kind of So to wrap it up, what kind of trends do you see going forward for the NBA? Like I said... <laughs> Let's not do this. <laughs> it looks weird, I probably on it. camera. <laughs> um, I, yeah, you're, you're right. It's never going to go down. It's, uh, never, it's NBA, a business. It's going to matter. It's, there's people... It, uh, I mean, if, if I had the opportunity to go to a top school, I would probably think about it really hard because the marketing, the branding, it's going to set you apart, and that's a good thing. Why not if you have the opportunity to do it, right? But then it comes into place. Are you willing to give up uh, two years of it? Are you willing to give up family time, fun time, even an income? Then if you are, if you think it's worth it, go ahead, 100% do it. But if you if you have if you happen to go through a different route, that is fine too. Like, do not let a piece of paper dictate your worth, yeah, your value, absolutely. and where you're gonna end up in life. So my trend for for the trends that I see is that I do see that the business schools are gonna have to start accommodating to what people like instead of people accommodating to their curriculum and to their uh, framework. Um, they're gonna have to see that they're seeing that. We as consumers, we have the power. Yeah, we, we pay decide. Them. Yeah, like I'm not gonna accommodate to you and, and follow your structure and what you want me to learn. I want to learn what I want to learn, and you have you're gonna have to accommodate to me. So most likely, they're either gonna have to expand their whole MBA process. So instead of two years, it's gonna have to be three years. They want more flexible change. Time, more, uh, part time, so that I'm able to still work and the workload is not very heavy. Or they're gonna have to shorten it up but it's going to have to be more focused focused towards what I want to do. So if I want to get into, like I said, uh, marketing, more of a marketing route, then they're going to have to tailor to the marketing for me. Hmm. Okay. And they're going to have to be fast-paced. They're going to have to switch up a few things, like the same structure of, you know, this is how business works and this is what every leader has to do. No, it has to be more hands-on. It has to be also more visual. If a lot of people are going to do it online and it needs, they need to start changing things up because the world is changing very quickly. Trends are changing very quickly. And, and the system is not changing. Yeah, like the this. traditional Even school being... system is not changing at the same speed as the world is no. changing. And that's, so that's a huge issue. In a matter of seven months, ever since coronavirus started, our whole lives changed. The way that businesses were functioning changed. They had to adapt in a matter of a like weeks, weeks. days, yeah. days sometimes. When I was working for the bank, they, it was a matter of days that we have to get everybody onto a working remotely, which was not even permitted before that. That's right? crazy, right? And then you're going to tell me that these institutions who are hundreds of years old can do that? No, They're, they need to change up and then they need to be up to speed with all of us because our minds are getting faster and we're changing quicker. We're adapting faster than everybody else to the point that they're going to be so outdated that they're not going to bring any value to me or to anybody else. 
I agree. I agree your with turn. I Sorry, I guys. agree with your <laughs> trends though. Like I do see like not the top programs, not the top NBA programs, but I do see other uh, respected programs being a little bit more flexible. Like you know, uh, part time. Maybe you come after six and you take night classes, or you do some online and then you do some in person, like in the summer. Um, so I do see that trend where there's going to be a lot more flexibility. I don't know if the top MBA programs, though, are going to go fully online forever. The reason I say that is because then they will lose a lot of the value. They know their value they can't. comes they from cannot the network. Do it. They cannot do it. Yeah, from the or, network. Or they need to find a way that they could just bring the same value virtually. Like, I know there's a, there's a lot of people, like, complaining that, like, maybe they have to do a top MBA program this semester online and they're still paying the same amount of money, mm-hmm. which is insane, mm-hmm. right? And they're not going to get the same amount of value. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of people like uh, like complaining about that. They want to pay less. So I don't know. We're going to see, right now we're really going to see how well these top 10 programs adapt to the consumer, which are the students. Right, right. And that, that was a, actually a good point. You said you don't know if top 10 schools are going to are gonna be willing to go all online. So if you are the person that is not looking, is looking to get an MBA, but not from a top school, then, you know, you know that you are not getting the value from their network. You're getting the value out of whatever you're actually going to learn. So yeah, it might hard. be working out for you to not go to a top school if you really want to specialize if you really want to give it your all to whatever you're learning then maybe a top mba is not for you but if you are looking for a good network to have as a baseline for the rest of your life then going to a top school is a good option how do you know though if like let's say you want to be uh you want to you want to specialize in cybersecurity, like a master's in cybersecurity. how do you know like if the curriculum is is up to date or is is really good like how do you how do you gauge from one university to another to another like how do you compare them in terms the of same courses way that you've done it like the same way that you do everything even when you're gonna stay at a hotel when you're gonna travel somewhere how do you compare you go online you do a lot of research you ask people you mm. ask alumni that's how you compare you read what they're offering Right, which companies are hiring mm, from? That's important. From from the from those schools. Yeah, you need to do research, right? Like everything in this world, if you're able to compare two pieces of things on Amazon and which one you're gonna get the most value out of it, and oh, which charger should I buy for my iPhone? Which case should I buy? The same. It needs to be with the schools that you're gonna go to. Especially for with example, the you're not gonna go get you. Uh, you know, you're not. If you want to be a teacher, of course, you're not gonna go to a top MBA school when you can go to Montclair, which is an incredible school for education. Yeah, you guys need to, yeah, you guys need to, yeah, that that's another one. Yeah, you have to make sure that you're going to get the value from the degree that you're, that you're going to get. Like you're, like she said, that that's a great example, actually. Wow, I just shot him yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't know what to say after that. That has never happened before. <laughs> yeah, but in terms of the MBA, you just need to be very self-aware of what they're offering. That's a great point. What, like when I picked Rutgers as an undergrad, that was the reason I went to Rutgers over Montclair, New Jersey, because of the companies that came and recruited at Rutgers. Right. He wanted to go into accounting, right? 
Yeah. So <laughs> that's another story. So you, okay, the big four accounting firms yeah. hire a lot from Rutgers, so Rutgers might work for me. Yeah, Montclair. At the time, Mon- at Montclair, they like there was only one firm that I was interested in that went and recruited there. Now it's changed, but it was a risk I wasn't willing to take. Um, and I feel like I made a great choice. Ruck- the Rutgers brands in New Jersey, even everywhere around the no, world is Rutgers, huge. We, we I, th- I underestimated about it. About Rutgers as if it was bad. I think Rutgers is amazing. It, mm. is a, it is a top school too. I mean, not top 10, but it's a very well-respected school. It's a huge yeah. school. It has a really, really big brand like respected yeah. brands all Very around the well world. globally brand. globally yes. even more than in the u.s if you go to another country and other countries i've heard a lot of international students talk wonders about Rutgers. Rutgers, yeah i love i love Rutgers. thank you Rutgers, for all the experiences you gave me and the people the people are amazing i would say the one of the hardest working people come from Rutgers. we're freaking resourceful people you have to be and we're ambitious yeah a lot of us are, and you have to think outside the box when you're in that situation. A lot of us, like, we're working, going to school, in clubs, like, and I remember in there was other students, guys. Yeah, and there was other and students that they were just like in school were focusing on that. So I think that that speaks a lot about you know the type of uh, students going to Rutgers. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see in twenty, thirty years where. All of us are. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We put our, uh, that was our, us betting on the future of MBAs. Let's see what actually happens, you know? We are entitled to our opinion. That's what we think it's going to happen. It might happen. It might not. Let us know what you think, though. Yeah, let, let us know what you think. Do you think it's worth it? What other things that consider? we didn't touch in this episode, do you think why it, should, why it is worth it, why it is not worth it? Uh, do you want to go get an MBA? Let yeah. us know. Yeah, and another thing I wanted to mention really quickly before we end it is uh, if cost is an issue, there's definitely a lot of resources and a lot of scholarships out there for oh, the MBA. Yeah. Um, but you just, like we said, you have to be resourceful. They're not someone... Uh, Duke University is not going to be like, oh, here you go, Caesar. Here's a scholarship for you. There's thousands of thousands of applicants, right? You have to think outside the box you and do. find the freaking scholarships. They're not going to come to you. No one's going to bring anything to you in life. Yeah, that is another point. Like, that's point. just reality, okay, yeah, guys? Yeah, that is another point. Um, there is ways to go to school for free. I think that we should have mentioned that in the beginning because we we're probably going to have people that... Oh, but you didn't mention that there's ways to go to school for free. There's there is, there is, but like we said, most people are not resourceful enough to even know that there is and to even put in the work to find scholarships to pay for their uh, tuition Literally. for their living for everything. Literally, guys, you guys search up like on it's as it's as easy as searching up a video on YouTube. You go on Google, you put scholarships for MBA programs, <laughs> and then you find all the links. You know, uh-huh. we're going to be valuable to you guys and we're going to put some of the links down below. All I right. think it's going to help uh, a lot Don't of students. Don't forget, to, though. You forget. Yeah, to, like, no, I'll put a reminder so in my I phone. Put it. Uh, but other than that, guys, uh, let us make sure to follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all the other podcast platforms. Let and us know. Yeah, like and subscribe. Yes, please. And let us know what you guys think. All right. Peace okay. and love. Take Thank care, guys. You. Peace, peace.